0: This episode of Road Soda is brought to you by a moment of silence for Burt Reynolds. He was a true American hero. He is gone at 82. Not only do we want a moment of silence, but we would like to suggest that you think of either Smokey and the Bandit or his role from Boogie Nights. How you doing, Greg? I'm doing all right, man. How you doing today?
1: Fucking dandy, man. Uh, episode 53. Here we are. We're cracking another uh, cracking another road soda.
0: Cracking another road soda.
1: Cracking on open. Uh, so, uh, interesting week in the news. As usual, you know, Greg, there's eight, something like, what, seven, eight billion people in the world?
0: Seven something.
1: Ah, eh, let's round it up. <laughs> let's round it up. It's a lot. It's a lot. Interesting shit is going to happen constantly And uh, we live in a time Where we get to You know know about it And for instance What would I do if I wasn't able to know About uh, in Kennewick Washington A man has been arrested for animal cru- cruelty After a woman said she witnessed him Sexually assaulting a beaver In Columbia Park late Monday night The beaver woman's
0: Sexual assault is very common in most parts of the world
1: <laughs> What do you mean? the woman said she saw someone run the animal over with a car and then tried to help by wrapping it in a towel before going home to get a container to put it in the woman claims oh whoops the woman claims she returned to the site about 30 minutes later and found a man on top of the beaver with his pants unzipped the witness then called police to report the incident Uh, (laughs) when officers arrived they arrested 35 year old Richard Delp. This is this where you want to be when Jesus comes back, Richard? Richard! Dick! Dick Delp!
0: <laughs> Dick assaulting the beaver.
1: It's the oldest story <laughs> in the book. Dual Dick fucked a beaver. Um, if you had to guess what kind of drug he was on, or d- if he was I on. I would a probably
0: drug. go with uh, Molly or ecstasy that, maybe that
1: Alabama high test or maybe just some PCP and that beaver just fucking looked right for the picking or right for the plugging uh methamphetamines <laughs> could you
0: even fuck a beaver if you had to would if, you be able to figure out how if to you were
1: on it? meth you could find a way yeah
0: oh man I guess that would be real some kind of uncomfortable to try and put your dick in a beaver
1: oh for sure
0: and a very unwilling beaver, unless you happen to find that one well, that's really you... adventurous beaver out there well, that was
1: maimed it. by a car and oh, so it was think, like roadkill. Yeah, could you imagine? So a beaver, like you're a beaver, right? And you're going about your business and all of a sudden, bam, you're hit by a car and like you your your ribs are like crushed and you like you you feel your lungs are filling up with blood and you're like this is your last like moments and you're like I think I'm dying and then and then a meth head comes up and
0: You hear footsteps and you, and you go, go oh, oh good, please call help and then Sorry, you hear zip. Was it ain't your lucky day, beaver <laughs>
1: You got a purdy tail, Beaver.
0: That's so fucked up that a guy fucking a roadkill beaver.
1: It wasn't dead yet, but I think he did fuck it to death. Uh, you little
0: son of a bitch, I almost thought I wasn't going to hit you. He's Looking all hot beavering
1: around. Oh, man. The witness, I like the last line of this article is, the witness said the beaver did not survive. <laughs> what? <laughs>
0: what part? Now it's a murder and sexual assault. Two
1: charges of.
0: Crimes against beaver anity.
1: I fucked that beaver to death on that. meth. All right. <laughs> Speaking of
0: beavers past their expiration, uh, we lost a guy who has uh was very familiar with a lot of expired beavers. Burt Reynolds, Hollywood film star, dead at age eighty-two. Wow. 82 82 i mean he looked really good for 82 he was in boogie nights like 20 years ago i mean he was like around i'm I'm sure he's been in stuff since then too but i fucking can't remember anything i guess he was kind of old he had undergone a quintuple bypass in february 2010
1: i didn't even know your heart had that many valves
0: well bert's (laughs) does all right the normal human man does not but bert has five (laughs) five lines Uh, He was filming uh, the Quentin Tarantino movie about the Charles Manson murders. Oh, nice. (laughs) Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Really? Yep.
1: How was he filming? What
0: what was his part? Um, That's a good question. This was back in 2010. Uh He was in the movie. Is that a movie that was already out? What was it? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood?
1: Uh, I never heard of it.
0: Huh. I mean, I've heard of
1: every movie. Quentin Tarantino's.
0: No, this is Quentin Tarantino. Different guy. Oh. Not the... <laughs> Does that save a lot? <laughs> Quentin Tarantino.
1: <laughs> it's Quentin.
0: <laughs> he's like the Hydrox to Quentin right. Tarantino's Oreo. No, I mean, I never heard of that movie. Maybe it didn't come out. Without Bert. what the hell you got?
1: Without Bert, you ain't got nothing.
0: He died in Florida. He was a Michigan native, but lived in Florida. Played football. You know, everyone knows the story about him. He was in a lot of stuff, and uh, it's sad that he's dead. Because uh, he was around. I mean, you know, what are you gonna do? Everyone, everyone's gonna. Where'd you kill. get
1: that cowboy hat, Bert? I found it in the back. <laughs> Thought I'd just uh, put it on. It's funny. <laughs> what? You remember that? <laughs> Is that that's Norm McDonald? that's Norm McDonald yeah. in one of the many um, many times that they did the Jeopardy, the Celebrity Jeopardy. Yes. And one time he, you know, those big foam cowboy hats. Yeah. He. Oh, sudden, I do remember that. He's wearing it. It cuts back to so him. He's just got it on. <laughs> And like, I <laughs> found it in the back, put it on, it's funny. Uh,
0: so I guess this is going to be our, our uh, eulogy for Burt Reynolds, is that we loved Norm McDonald's Burt Reynolds. <laughs> I do remember another SNL skit, because they just said, let's just have Norm, how can we have Norm be Burt Reynolds? <laughs>
1: Reynolds as much as possible. They <laughs>
0: did Star Wars auditions. Yeah, This was the premise for this. Did you ever see this one? Star I've never Wars. seen it,
1: but I've, it, I know it's like your favorite. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> all
0: right. So I've already told. Well, them, no, but c- please. So they do all these different people acting like other potential people that could have been the Star Wars people. And my, for me, the best one was they're like, all right, go ahead. Action. And Burt Reynolds is being Norm Macdonald.
1: He's chewing gum. And he's auditioning. And
0: he's dressed up like, by the way, like he could be in any of Burt Reynolds movies with like a rhinestone jacket and a red shirt and Black jean, you know he's not going to be Ball Luke Skywalker. Sky- and yeah, and he's trying out for Luke Skywalker, yeah. and uh, they're like, "What's going on, Bert? What's the line?" And he's like, "You know, I'm having a hard time getting a read on this guy." And he does, the, of course, the gum chew, and he goes, "What kind of car does this guy drive?"
1: He's <laughs> like, "I don't know. What kind of car do he drive?"
0: <laughs> I mean, you know, what are you going to do? Bert Reynolds is one of those iconic guys. 82 years old, he was going to go at some point. I'm glad that uh, I'm glad that he was around for 82 years. I liked a lot of his movies. All right so that's Greg with the bummer news another Greg with the
1: bummer <laughs> he told me you're not gonna pigeonhole me into this you' <laughs> I'm gonna
0: do the couple of crappy stories that I got, but I'm gonna uh, do some uplifting stuff too maybe we'll see
1: so um this is one I got this one um, and then i'll I'll do one more uh this one I just saw right before we uh flipped in I actually kind of i think I saw it earlier uh earlier today but but I think uh, this will be a good one. Ray Moore sues Sasha Baron Cohen over defamatory TV prank. Are you familiar with is what's this going a politician? on? politician. Yes, yes, and you I know didn't. who Sasha Baron Cohen is, correct? Yes, and you know about his new show.
0: But I thought that
1: the guy got
0: out of the interview like right off the bat. Well, okay, he, he was which like, one? "This is bullshit." There is. Oh, he's done a bunch of. I oh, mean, dude, there was.
1: So, okay, so you you're familiar with the show, right? Mm-mm. Okay, so uh, there's but any... I
0: saw one guy saying I got out of there it was obviously over the top bullshit the first two questions the guy asked me were like finger in my ass and he was like I'm out of here put the mic off and he was gone I wouldn't even let him get me it was a guy from Fox News
1: yes is that this guy? no okay there's many politicians he talked to a, a, a slew of politicians and uh, so, so everyone knows Sasha Baron Cohen is uh, Borat the guy that played Borat and Ali G and all that stuff And he's been out of the eye, public eye long enough to where he can now come back and he can do some of these pranks. Because that's his whole thing, is he creates this other character and then goes and he takes this fake character and brings it into the real world. And that is his shtick. uh, Which is kind of on the scale
0: of like, it's definitely funny, but then even if he's getting people that I don't like, it's like, I don't know, it's still kind of tough. When your, your whole fucking ruse is to make someone in their real life look like an asshole, well, I, I, I laugh, but then I'm always like, it's mm, kind of like funny, squishy to me. Squishy. Funny, squishy.
1: That's yeah. an interesting way to it. Yeah, explain. because
0: he's picking you know, guys that I don't like, so mm-hmm. it's not that bad. But if he was picking people I did like, then I'd be like, oh, you're a fucking asshole.
1: Really? Because you can make
0: anyone look like an asshole. You go find out what's their thing, go find the couple of chinks in the armor, and then just sit there and hammer them, or just say a bunch of stupid shit, and make it realistic enough that they stay, and then just keep on peppering shit in, and then you edit out the regular questions... And it looks like they were just sitting there like idiots,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know. I mean, but it it is funny when he gets a guy from Fox News because,
1: well, I mean, this is like a senator. Ray Moore is a senator. Okay, uh, he was. I think he he didn't. Uh, uh, let's see. They Mon- this removed is, this him is after that.
0: Showed what a fool he was. They. That's it. You're out.
1: Well, they. Okay, so the show is on uh, Showtime, and it's called This Is America. Okay, and uh, it's his same kind of thing where he's got a number of different characters and he's taking it about. But the most popular one is he's. They do like uh this facial sort of reconstructive makeup to make his facial structure different. And he's uh, a lot heavier. Uh, than- oh well he's he's got a much thicker like he has a very long oblong head and so this his jawline is a little more pronounced and, and wider and uh, he's got a bigger brow line and he's supposed to be like an Israeli commando like officer kind of guy. And uh Really? Yeah. And this for this for this particular, not the whole show, but just for those. Okay, because
0: I was going to say they made him look like, like a talk show host, like a lot doughier and rounder than the one that I saw.
1: Right. So there's they have a he, he definitely
0: look like an Israeli commando. The one I saw. Okay. Right.
1: So the one and he had like an, an accent and everything, and uh, he would go. <laughs> it, 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 it's hard to explain exactly what he was doing, but there was one of them. He was getting these guys to become proponents of teaching about guns to like preschoolers and he's like in israel we are doing this where we have these kids we give them guns it's three we start giving them guns and here we want to bring it here we have we give uh, a doll and it has gun in the doll right and it shows like a doll and like it's like a, a gun with like a doll mounted on it and then they just the stuff that they get them to do and say Right, it's they're like, just, this kind
0: of seems out there, but I don't want to offend this guy. You know, I don't well, want to look anti-gun. Uh, I want to
1: be on TV. Any publicity is good publicity. I want to be on the TV. Right. I mean, okay, so just
0: to... The um, magic of him is that he can just kind of keep it on the edge of like, this isn't totally nuts. If he steps over the line, the thing is over because they're going to go, all right, this is definitely bullshit. I'm out of here. I think
1: it's, it's really nuts how far you can push people just because of a camera, just because of people being... Out there, beginning there, I'm gonna be famous. I want to be famous. I want to be out there, and uh, so this is. So this, he's getting sued. He made this guy look like a jackass. That's the whole story. Uh, and it's, it's not suing him for cheap either. He's suing him for like 93 million. But I th- it's probably going to get dropped. Well, I thought I you think have to get people's like. Well, they do. Yeah, he did sign. He would have to sign to do what they think. But I didn't know it was going to be that. Right? It's like dude, there's. It's not. I really don't think it's going to it's going to cause a lot of hubbub they might settle in some way but honestly i don't think anything big is going to come of it there's no way that he's going to go through with the 93 million this, there's 93 no way no 93 million so anyway have you heard of the show uh, this is just to give an example of the the famous have you heard of, heard of the show uh, catfish yes love the show catfish. i've never seen it i've heard I of it i love it it's i hate that even worse it's garbage it's the worst thing it's the worst people and the actors, it's like this guy named Neve whatever and Matt. Is it real though? Or yes. Is, yeah. See, I hate. That's so tough for me to be like you, Jesus Christ. But here's the thing: you're not. I'm not watching it to be like, wow, what's going on in these people's lives? Like, the I'm only prank
0: it. show that I've ever felt good on but is not a to prank. catch a predator. It's that's not. The a only prank. show where they get pranked at the end, and I'm like, good, you <laughs> son of a bitch. God. I hope I'll they bust you. You. you got a lime and six zemas. She's fourteen. You asshole.
1: Exactly. It's really. It's really fucked up. And this show. Is, so you understand, you know the concept of what catfishing is. Someone
0: right? is like online pretending to be wooing they're, you, and then yeah. you meet up, and they're like, "Ah, you fucking idiot! I'm not the person you thought." I'm not at all. Hope yeah. your heart is broken. I've wasted a lot of time right. to make you look like a dick. Do you feel like a dick? And what's here's the thing? Why are you attacking me?
1: Why are you attacking me? Why are you getting mad? <laughs> here's here is so the show is terrible. Every party on the show. What network is, would I see the show? MTV. MTV. Okay. Well, I watch it on I watch it on Hulu. And look, I watch it because it's just. It's one of those shows that you're not necessarily listening to. You're just like talking to. You watch it with someone else. You talk about it. You're like, "Look at this asshole." Oh, look, it's going to be that. Ah, Who do you watch it with? Who are you watching with? Uh, With my girlfriend. But she, you know, it's both of us are watching it in the same manner. It's not something that you're watching because it's like it's good television in a way that all you're doing is just talking mad shit about it, and which is fun. It's a lot of fun, and so the reason what I'm so what I'm getting at is you have a person who. Uh, builds a fake profile and it's usually they're usually like a, a you know like a swamp beast kind of a person and they build this profile that looks nothing like them they steal pictures from people and they'll lead people on for like years for years they'll lead somebody on and sometimes in the worst cases they'll even get money from people right well uh so obviously that's really fucked up but then the the, the person that's getting duped for eight years and giving money away, you can't feel bad for them because the guys, the host of the show, the, how they meet up with them, the person tells them the story, I want to meet this person, and, and then they cuts to the next segment. The next segment is they sit down at a coffee shop, whatever town they're in, with a laptop, and then they go, They take the, they take the picture from the fake profile, put it into Google search and do a reverse search. They put a couple phone numbers in, they do, and it takes them about 15, 20 minutes. And they get to the, the
0: fake. That's John Stamos's photo. That's right. one digit off of your number. <laughs> but they literally get I feel down. so abused. I can't even believe it. I never watched Full House.
1: I never even watched it. I thought he loved me. <laughs> it's like eight years go by and you live in this delusion. And not once you go, I'm going to type this number in and see what comes up. You know what I mean so it's almost like dude see, I see I, like I can't have any pity for you and then they call a the person like that because
0: you're being you in your estimation of that are being you're asking more of that person than you personally would be capable of you know what I mean because when you are in love or when you want something forget about even in love when you want something, you're looking to the left it feels good to look to the left yeah, you're like, no, you should always have your head on a swivel. Be looking around, be like, no, I'm looking to the left. If I look to the right, that means I don't trust what I'm looking at. I love this, so this makes you feel good. So you're, it's a human inclination because they
1: feel good. They don't want to lose the feel good. They want to live in that delusion. That's a big part of it for sure. So well, there's probably a little, it's a soup. There's
0: a little desperation. Well, see, this is this is what's great about the show. Shame and just, (laughs) and you're like, oh, this person's such a loser, honey. We're together. This guy is so alone. High five, loser, Loser.
1: loser. And you're right, no. <laughs> I mean, are, but
0: here's so I, I can I can see the I can see the entertainment and you know, the entertainment value.
1: All adds. right, so let's so the other person, right? The person that's that's duping them, they have this whole thing. They will call them up and they'll be like, "Do you want to meet up with them?" I'm with I'm with we're on the TV show Catfish. We're doing we're filming an episode of Catfish. We very
0: easily uncovered your where, bullshit.
1: Do you, you want to meet up with them? 100 of the time the person on the other end will say yes and sometimes these people are like i am doing it to multiple people i've been doing it to multiple people for years i did it just because it was fun and this person the other person is like oh my gosh like you're ruining my life and like i'm doing it because i'm fun. all because like who like you just put yourself on tv showing everybody that you're a complete sociopath asshole just fucking with people but I, I got to be on TV. But now you have to like go back to your hometown, and everyone's like, "Hey, there's that asshole that like fucks with people." On well, the you're, but you're like, like, you're in your. But cave. I was on the TV.
0: But you're in your cave again. You just walk to Seven Eleven and, you to and you get your Doritos and your yodel, and you and go back like, to the Here you go, computer. asshole. Here's
1: your here's your here's your big gulp. I mean, all I'm saying is all I'm saying is <laughs> all I'm saying is people will sacrifice their own like face. To just just to be on, well, I was on the TV. It's like, yeah, but you're gonna look like, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, one hundred percent.
0: You say one hundred percent of the time. By the way, I just want to qualify. Anyone that says no, I don't want to be the TV, is not on the TV show. So uh, the statistics, they
1: they, but I don't think they spent. I don't think there's ever been an episode of Catfish where they met the person that that the show was about, and then got all the way to the part, and the person was like, I don't want to meet up with you. It's never happened. Well, don't you think no no the first call is
0: once they uncover the catfish, or go, "Hey, you want to be on the show?" Well, the, the, well, not
1: the catfish, but per, the person who's actually which is what the catfisher person, the person who's being catfished, and the person who the is catfisher, catfisher. So the, they don't call them until they don't even contact them. I believe until, that's the
0: magic of editing. I, if I was going to do that show, I would. The, the, you start with the most difficult thing and work back. You call the catfisher and go, "Hey, we figured out what your phone number is. We know you're doing this guy." The guy's a fucking
1: idiot. We'll definitely yeah. be able to get him on. You, you think want to they come do on?
0: That? I mean, what the fuck? I don't think
1: they're worried about it. I don't think they I think you know they sit there I'm, and they're like I'm talking about like, my what? ass
0: too, but I'm just thinking to myself, there's got to be a lot of people that are like, what are you kidding me? He's paying me 500 bucks a month. I'm not doing it. Don't fucking say any more to him. Yeah. I'm never going to break the rules. I'm a 6-foot blonde that lives in Montana. Why would I you know, why do I want him to show rusty in the Italian t-shirt? in stubble sitting in the friggin he's buying my pizza for me he's paying my cable
1: I don't think it uh, I don't think it ever happens I think 100% I think of the time the person happens. goes I think the person always goes yeah I'll be on the TV right. well so now this is like a <laughs> this this
0: catfish and... show dynamics is going to be something we're going to look into I think we, yeah, we think what we was the news learn... article oh so this was Sasha, Sasha was the ultimate catfisher yeah. He really is. <laughs> He's fucking around the world catfishing and all cat kinds fishing, of shit. The
1: ultimate catfishing. He'll fishing. do anything to it.
0: He's probably going to get killed. If you hear Sasha Baron Cohen gets murdered in one of these things, is it going to really be that surprising to you? Yeah. you know, when he did that rodeo where he did like the, <laughs> he was very close to being murdered. I heard like an after the thing about it. He was like, yeah, they were very scared. They were like, so what's the plan? He said, it and they were like, don't do that. Please. We're sorry. not doing <laughs> that. This is like his guys in the van <laughs> you know, too. They're like, don't do that. <laughs> Or how about when they did the big nude fight in Borat where they're like through the hotel room. I was Mm -hmm. explaining that to my kid. I'm like, dude, first off, how awesome is it? The black line, Mm -hmm. the covering line is like two feet long. (laughs) And he takes this dude down over this hotel banquet table and they're just doing all this ridiculous. And I'm trying to explain it to my kid. And I'm like, you don't understand. If two naked dudes are fighting, it's going to be a lot more like rabbit punches. and put. No, they were like, it's bracing,
1: constantly going out of the way <laughs> to get like maximum body contact in their fight. <laughs> that's what makes it, that's the comedic genius, man. You can't he's, even explain it to him. Like you just have to see how messed up this whole entire situation was. He's a genius, man. Borat, not Sasha Bank. Talk a about selling out for your,
0: for your, you have committing. to go all the way. He's fully committed you gotta commit. to his fucking bullshit. And
1: I, I love it. It's, it's funny as hell. He's great, man. Um, so I have one more. I okay. mean, if you got. One more or what do you got? I don't know. I don't know if I can go to this one after that. Well let's you, you do your next one. Well my next one is one that I was hoping we'd talk about. That's it's almost to the point where I want to save it, but because it's news, I don't we can't save it. We gotta get it out there just while to, it's while it's fresh. Hot it's off the press. Hot off the press, everybody. Uh maybe you have heard of this story. Um <clears throat> it's all gone. Couple spent homeless man's $400,000 oh, yeah, GoFundMe cash. Fucking assholes. <laughs> Fucking assholes. So, this couple, here's the story. This couple in Philly, uh, this lady's stranded on the side of the road because her cart r- ran out of gas, and a bum comes up and gives her his last 20 bucks for gas. He goes, Here you go, ma'am. And she probably did something like this. <clears throat> Oh my god, thank you. <laughs> Probably something like that, right? Which is like the quintessential dumb bimbo girl. Like, some nice guy did something to her. It's just her immediately twitch. Oh my god, for me? Oh wow, you did it for me? As But she knows that everyone does everything for her. Because... Because they're the oh real god. catfishers. They're oh immediate, god. instant catfishers. Like thank, you
0: would do that for me. Thank you. I don't give a
1: shit about you at all. I, even in one second, I won't. Exactly. And this, and the, and it's this tone of voice. Oh my god. Thank, dude. listen Next time you hear it, you'll you'll start hearing it. I'm Everyone's gonna hear start it all hearing the, time, dude. the thank you. It's a very thank. It almost is like a thank you. Like this is not, what I'm
0: required to do because I have a vagina. Uh, they don't allow us to just take it and not say anything to you. It's just not the way that we do things.
1: Oh my god, thank you. It's right? So nice. I'm going to turn around now. All right. And dude, I'm so nice. Now I'm going to go start you a GoFundMe account we're going to raise you $10,000. Holy shit, goes viral, right? It raises 400,000 and her and her boyfriend are like, "Boo." <laughs> you know? Oh, we-, we can't just give it to this bum. He'll be richer than us. <laughs> <laughs> so they take control of the money. They never actually give him the money. And then they start just giving him things. They don't give him the money that they they raised all this money for him. And then they would just go, here you go. Check Have it out. It. We
0: just went to Waffle House. Like, this is almost all of mine. I hardly ate any of it.
1: Yeah, they just... And then they just start buying him things. Like, here you go. Here's an RV. You can live in an RV. Here's this. And then they just spent his cash mad crazy. All of his money. They spent it on themselves. They, Did he
0: know how much money there was? I just yeah. barely heard about this story.
1: Yeah, man. Every, everyone was very well aware how much money it was because it was gone GoFundMe. So it was very public. But he knew? Of course. How, how, it's not like he's ignorant. You he can walk into an internet cafe and everyone's telling him, wait, man, you're the guy with the 400 grand. Like, it's not, it's not. I, I don't know that is. He knows. It went to court.
0: The judge, they, they went, to, it went to... I a, imagine he was like on an exit ramp with a piece of cardboard going, hey, hey, do you know where my GoFundMe is? yeah. Uh, GoFund yourself.
1: <laughs> and the uh, but yeah isn't that so what do you so put yourself in the situation of thank you and
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I mean what is there like a law that said they had to give it to him they said it was
1: for that but there's no like binding contract there might be with GoFundMe and when people raise money and what the money is actually used for GoFundMe actually gave $20,000 to that to that pot like GoFundMe the company was like we'll give him $20,000 and these people just spent it, like. And he, uh, so how much did it actually got spent on him? They gave uh, him an uh, RV. Uh, uh, yeah, they gave him an RV. A couple of different things, you know. That just depending on the, like what it is. Because um, so, with, the,
0: by the way, because with a story like this, I'm very jaded. You got to figure where the source is. It could be like they gave him three hundred and sixty-eight thousand of it.
1: They didn't, dude. It was yeah, but I'm, they
0: didn't give him fifty bucks. Ready? They gave him the RV. Right. and...
1: but you know, it's like. I don't think any way you could you cut it. The it should have just been like, here's a bank account, here's a card. Even if he ends up like dead in the ditch somewhere, if they really wanted to do it right, they could have give like an attorney uh like custody of the money and like helped him that way. But Oh, so, so that big, would be
0: stolen and legally, and no one would ever fucking know. The homeless guy got nothing. No fucking don't ever give the money to a lawyer.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, the only thing you give to you a, wait, a
0: lawyer is a knife wound. Is, is my theory. On hey lawyers. man, well,
1: how how do you let somebody have that money? There has to be some kind of buffer zone of someone that's able to not just spend it on themselves. That because if you give it to him, there's a chance he's going to die of a heroin overdose. Like two days, he told me he
0: just wanted me to be happy.
1: I'm I'm exercising his wishes. So just days after a judge ordered a New Jersey couple's assets frozen after they raised over four hundred thousand dollars for a homeless veteran who had shown them considerable kindness. Literally, his last twenty. He doesn't have any money. He's like, I don't have any money. You need gas? Here you go. And thank you.
0: I mean, she didn't even have to set up the GoFundMe. You know, she went out of her way to help the guy out. What do you mean? I don't know. I mean, she could have just taken the 20 bucks and fucking said, thank you. Like, yep. the rest of them just left.
1: And just left, but they... Then it
0: got out of control. Do you think... Let's looks, let's go with you. Pretty. Look at the picture.
1: Thank you. Thank you. That's, that's the person doing that.
0: Now, um, I would want to know if she thought maybe this could spiral into that when she did this. Or do you think it got out of control and she was like, whoa. Yeah, of like course that's what happened. Of course that's what well, happened. Well, you don't know. Then maybe they, she was like, maybe her and her boyfriend are serial scumbags. And they were like, let's take a picture of you with a homeless guy and pretend like he gave you 20 bucks. Right. See if we can get fucking a grand out of it.
1: Well, I think the homeless guy, you know, I, I think the, the story is real. And I think they wanted to do, they just wanted to raise 10 grand for him. That was the whole thing, and it just went viral because it's like, wow, you guys are doing a good thing. Let's all jump in and feel good and do a good thing. And because it went viral, you know, a hundred thousand people could have just given four dollars, and that's it. You know. So let me ask you this: what, Why is where's this homeless guy in his own advocacy? Why, if
0: he knows there's four hundred grand out there, a so, car Well, they don't he's...
1: have. They, okay, so let's let's uh, let's let's look at that. To so get his life back, considerable kindness. To get his life back and. ...together and a f- and failed to give him the money. The case took the worst possible turn. Last October, Johnny Bobbitt came across Kate McClure, or McClure Bobbitt. after... that's
0: one of those names, man.
1: It's a w- Lorena
0: Bobbitt. Very famous. Lorena Bobbitt cut her husband's dick off and threw it out of the moving car.
1: Oh, that was the one that... John Bobbitt. John and Lorena God, Bobbitt. Whew, uh, anyway... Yeah. The original goal was to raise ten thousand, but the story went mega viral, and the campaign ultimately raised a total of four hundred and three thousand. Bobbitt accused the couple of fraud, alleging the two committed fraud and conspiracy by taking large amounts of donations to enjoy a lifestyle they cannot afford, and using the account as their personal piggy bank.
0: See, again, that's very subjective. I mean, we're going to take a subjective judgment of a lifestyle that is extravagant from a guy that lives on a highway exit ramp. Basically, every your honor, anything could be extravagant to this man, okay? He urinates where he eats, well, no, he where he sleeps.
1: That they couldn't afford. That's that conjecture,
0: your honor. I would like that stricken.
1: But McClure and DeMarco never gave Bob the money. Instead, they took charge of it and bought him the things that they thought he needed uh, and asked a judge to... You're totally a gross. We're going to get you, like, some... You want a shower? <laughs> Let's first let's buy him a shower So gross the last Thursday a judge gave a South Jersey couple less than a day to hand over what's <laughs> left of the 400,000 that they raised through a GoFundMe campaign for Johnny Bobbit um, today okay Bobbit's attorney Chris Fallon said he was told the money is all gone. Fallon said he learned of the missing money in con- in a conference called Tuesday morning with the lawyers. For Kate McClure and Mark DeMarco, the Burlington County couple accused of mismanaging the money raised for Bobbitt, it's completely shocked me when I heard," said Fallon. "It comes, it came as a complete surprise to me. It doesn't. surprising just not surprising. Me. Anybody put yourself? Uh, the couple told the Enquirer and Daily News last month that $200,000 of the money remained. The balance, I said, had been spent to help Bobbitt. Bobbitt's attorney said he received closer to $75,000, including the cost of a camper. And an SUV, both since sold. DeMarco admitted spending $500 of the GoFundMe to gamble at a Sugar House casino. I only spent $500 of it, man. Because that's the thing. Put yourself in that situation. You go to raise $10,000. You know, if I raised $10,000, I would like $10,000. I'm not a rich man. My I was going to say, needs... if you
0: got to $10,000, would you I have am... a hard time? You'd be I, like, I wouldn't. Let's say, let's let's just bring the picture home. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Isaiah and his girlfriend sitting in front of the fire watching crippling heartbreaks on uh, MTV. catfish, well, it's cock as they do,
1: laughing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: then their their phone starts beeping. Whoa, that homeless guy that we were just ironically trying to fuck with, now that account's up to 8500 bucks. That automatically would have gravity for me where I'd be like, all right, hold on a second. That's a lot of money. How much do I really need to give this guy? Right. Maybe can you can you shut up? But you don't
1: want to be a welcher. You know like everybody the thing is it's public it's very public it's on the internet everybody knows that ten thousand and I think if I had said that I would gonna raise him ten thousand dollars does it everyone, say
0: four hundred thousand raise or does it say like the goal was ten thousand the goal was ten thousand and they 4, raised four hundred and three thousand dollars so four thousand percent over goal it says it tells everyone knows what the exact amount was
1: yes everybody knows they ended up raising four hundred now if
0: they had gone to Kickstarter is that number more Kickstarter is different.
1: You can't just raise money on Kickstarter. The
0: project is homeless guy becomes a new
1: guy. It has to be. A, it has to be a project that has a start and finish. There's very specific parameters.
0: If we raise twenty thousand, you get a couple of his pubes. Right. If you
1: raise, <laughs> you also have to do that with a Kickstarter. You, have to you get, get to
0: hose him down you know? in the
1: coffee mug. And we send the pubes in an envelope.
0: It's a tough story. It's a, a complicated. This. this is a twenty first century story right here because, yeah. obviously. At face, you're like, she's she's a terrible person. Right. But when you think about, we were just talking about how catfishing or Borat can inch you away from your normal stasis into something that even if you saw it, you'd be like, wow, well, that's total asshole where I just was right there. Mm-hmm. This is a lot of money going, to $400,000. She was just fighting with her boyfriend last week about... The hair dryer that keeps going out or why is he always fucking buying beer or how
1: come our cars have to be parked so close together in our garage? I mean
0: I literally ran out of gas and had to talk to a homeless a guy. Bum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she totally said, a bum. Uh, a bum. Yeah, have another beer. I was just talking to a bum to get gas. I had to game. put my
1: arm around him to take a picture with him yeah, after. Yeah,
0: I had to hug him, okay? Is that... That's it's that's great. That's, give me the
1: finger. That's Buy great. me? And of course, I had to spend some of that money on a new jacket after he touched it. Do we know anything about what they did with the money? I didn't read enough of the order. How about this? I have a great idea. How about we put it out to our listeners? What do you guys... Think about this story. Please send us your thoughts. I want to hear. Please send us your thoughts. What do you think? What would you have done with the money? Would you have done the same thing? Are is is uh, Demarco and McClure complete piles of burning trash, or uh, you know what do they do? What do you do in these situations? So if if one of you are listening
0: or the homeless guy who probably has some some way of being access to the internet is right in our core demographic, by the way, (laughs) a veteran gum in Philly. (laughs) So what is your market? Worst GoFundMe
1: result ever. So uh, Jeff and Nelly, more specifically, uh, what do you guys think? Absolutely. Or if you gave
0: money to them, I mean, mm-hmm. shit, it sounds like a million people gave 20 bucks.
1: That's the other thing. Think about it from their, from their point of view. All the people that donated money see it going towards these, you know upper class people who are already living a life and they take the money. And okay, again, like, Your Honor, money.
0: she took $20 from a homeless man <laughs> to get gas in her car. I would like the... She's not middle class. This is someone not there.
1: I just have a card. I can't pay.
0: You, I, I feel like there's like some type of bias. I don't know exactly what the bias is, but you're like... Because you're like, she has $400,000. This lady's loaded. No. A, day, a week ago or whatever, she was getting money for her gas. From but a I don't high
1: at the highway right right I don't think I think it was an ex, kind of an extraneous situation it wasn't something that normally like she just happened to be there she just happened to not have whatever something happened so, like it's not there they so were they were fine like there's a
0: million you know levels to the class uh, s-
1: thing. sphere right. in America right
0: do you feel like you're on one that you've been in a situation where you don't have gas and you have to go get 20 bucks from
1: Right. But I don't think that was the situation. I don't think they're definitely, it was like a weird thing. Like I just happened to leave my purse and now I don't have any money. Like I just happened, something weird happened. It wasn't like, I'm so broke. I don't, I need to bum money from people. It was just, she was up shit's Creek, like on the side of the, like something shit happened where she just couldn't take care of it. Like they they're fine. These people were not by any means. Like there's a picture of their house, and I don't think they spent that four hundred dollars on their house. Which is a picture of them in their house together, and the house looks just fine. You know, it's not like they just went and bought that that you know that house with the money that they got. Like sure I think it looks anyway.
0: better because the homeless guy's in the picture. I think if you took him out, you'd see that as a much lesser. I mean, dude, residence. you know
1: you know what New Jersey is like the highest property taxes in the nation. It's like the worst. It, it's so even expensive the, it's so expensive
0: even the homeless guys have to pay 20 bucks for gas to stand by the highway I know
1: he was probably pumping the gas it's the only fucking state where they, where they 70, he's like to pump 75 grand gas. is all they gave me your it. I can't even afford to be homeless in New Jersey <laughs> <for 75. laughs> so please everybody tell us what you think uh, you can tell send us your thoughts at road soda mail at gmail.com we've heard from a few of you uh, Josh our friend uh, Josh has sent his email uh, yeah. Sent us some fun emails complimenting us on the show. Uh, So please send us your thoughts on uh, this at roadsodamail at gmail.com. We will read them. Uh, That's going to be something really fun to do. Can't wait. Thank you. I think that kind of concludes the news, man. I
0: think we covered it all, man. You caught up? So I just recently read this book. Adam Resnick is the author. He is a behind-the-scenes comedy writer guy. He did uh, Letterman. Co-creator of uh, Get a Life That was starred Chris Elliott Super funny show From Fox in the 80s, 90s Also wrote the screenplay For Cabin Boy That's kind of one of those Out there movies We talked about Cabin Boy You have not seen Cabin Boy? No, no It's out there It's funny though. It's out there for like The late 80s But mm-hmm. it's very funny uh, And a few other things He's like one of these guys He's written a bunch of stuff He was uh, He's also was on The Larry Sanders show One of the writers and also, a lot of the writers from that show became the starting writers for The Simpsons, by the way. Which, you know, I'm a huge Simpsons guy. And so, like, the when I was reading this guy's book, it just was super funny to me. This is like an autobiographical thing about his childhood. It's a book called Adam Resnick Will Not Attend Lively Stories of Detachment and Isolation. This one particular uh, story that I thought was really funny... Because I think most people of a certain age can identify with this. And you're at, your dad's older, so I think you relate to this as much as like, an older guy would. Mm-hmm. Uh, so here's, I'm just going to jump right into it. It's a, it's a story about a call from his father, his elderly father. There was no need to check the caller ID. I knew it was him. I could tell by the ring. It grabbed you by the shoulders and spun you around. Even the phone seemed to panic, sprouting arms and legs and scurrying down the counter. Pick it up, pick it up, it implored. He hates to wait. Hello? Adam. Hey, Dad. Okay, listen very carefully. Your mother bought a new cereal. That's the best cereal I ever had in my life. It fortifies your whole body. You'll never eat another cereal again once you've had this. It's like eating a whole meal. In fact, I'm going to have another bowl after we hang up. Wow, Dad, what's the name of it? The name of what? The cereal. What's it called? Brief pause. Obscure questions like this annoyed my father. (laughs) To himself, ah, oh, what the hell? What's a goddamn thing called? Then to me, it's got a hell of a box. You should see all the literature on the back. It's very educational. It tells you everything about the human body. I'm just trying to ne- remember the name of the damn thing. Wait, hold on. Muffled crushing sound. His massive hands, as he referred to him, were slaughtering the mouthpiece. Joyce! Then a beat. Joyce! Another beat. Joyce! My mother, responding from a cave in Tora Bora, issued an unintelligible squawk. Adam's on the phone. He wants to know the name of that cereal. <laughs> That's like, <laughs> unintelligible from the mother. It was impossible to understand her. She was in the other room and the TV was blaring. The name of the cereal you bought. We were getting close to launch. What? The cereal. What's the name of the fucking cereal? Liftoff. God damn it. Do I have to buy a fucking bullhorn to have a conversation with you? Or should I send up smoke signals? He wearily apprised me of the situation. Your poor mother's deaf as a fucking doornail. You know that, right? <laughs> she makes Helen Keller look like a Rhodes Scholar.
1: <laughs>
0: ostensibly suggesting that Helen Keller, along with her other difficulties, was retarded. Another yap from the cave. Merv responded in kind. Not cream of wheat. Jesus Christ, Joyce. The fucking cereal you just this afternoon. Can you remember back that far? To me. She won't be happy till she blows my fucking voice box out. If you want to know the truth, she'd love to kill me. Then she can eat all the cereal she wants with her next husband. Hold on, let me get the box. He dropped the phone on the counter. It slid off. (laughs) Bounced on the floor a few times. I heard the sound of slamming cabinet doors and a snatch of conversation as my mother entered the room. Joyce, calm down. It's right over there, two feet in front of your face. Merv, if your fucking brother wanted the cereal, you'd have it airlifted to him. My brother doesn't eat cereal some more rustling as the receiver made its bumpy pilgrimage back to his hand Adam, yeah I got it right here, hold on (laughs) a beat, let me look at this fucking thing, pause okay, you there? I am it's called Frosted Mini
1: Wheats
0: (laughs) I could totally relate to that, even though my dad was not married to my mother late that's how he was on the phone, he had a hard time with shit on the phone, alright wait, one more Right. A- approximately six weeks later the telltale ring sounded again my startled telephone frantic and disoriented jumped up and threw a pepper grinder through the kitchen window i ran in and lunged for the receiver hello adam hey dad now i want you to listen to me you there yes your mother bought some cookies today from pathmark and without any bullshit it's going to be the best cookie i ever had in my life they can't keep them on the shelves <laughs> wow really Anyone who buys another cookie ought to have their fucking head examined. Wow, what are they called? Silence. Oh, Christ. I just had them here. Hold on. Joyce. Joyce! What's the name of those cookies? I can totally hear the cadence. I love that. <laughs> I totally know the cadence. The cookies you bought today, what are they called? A beleaguered sigh gusts into my earpiece. Adam, you have no idea what I go through in a single day. She's so fucking deaf. <laughs> It wears me out. I can only take so much. One more attempt. The cookies. What the fuck is the name of the cookies from Pathmark? He's back to me now. I was better off when I had bladder cancer. See, she's got those Weissman genes. They're all deaf. Their hips go out. Their knees go out. Her whole family's held together with scotch tape. What about her new hearing aids? Worthless. I feel sorry for the poor things. It's like trying to blast through concrete. Plus, she loses them all the time. She's, it's a whole process over here, I'm telling you. The average man couldn't take what I take. <laughs> My mother entered the room. Why are you yelling? You know I can't hear you from back there. You couldn't hear me if we were Siamese twins locked in a trunk. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give me nightmares. Look, I've Adam on the phone. He's in New York, okay? We're both tired and neither of us has time for this bullshit. What the hell are those new cookies called? They're right there on the counter. Well, how'd they end up there? That's where you put them. Oh, okay, hold on, Adam, hold on a second. He releases the phone. A bit of faint chatter follows. Where the hell were you hiding, the east wing? It's a fucking townhouse. I was watching television. Next time <laughs> walk in the room, you don't have to shout all the time. All right, hold on. Here, just take your cookies. Rustling a muffled word or two, the sound of a bag hitting the floor
1: course
0: god damn it hand me the fucking thing next time i'm 20 feet away from you all right go back to your box put on some cartoons you'll like that all right adam you there you still there yep crinkling paper in the background all right i got the bag right here what's the name of the goddamn things more crinkling just sit tight yeah no problem dan all right wait a second you ready yep the name of the cookies are chip ahoy I just totally cracked up when I was reading that because that was just so dead on any old couple you know what it makes me think of? I don't have a lot of marriages in my family that lasted 30, 40, 50 years Mm -hmm. but like that right there is the fucking sound of people that have been married for at least 25 years and I just told you moments ago today just happens to be my 15th wedding anniversary we're not there yet Jesus Christ, dude, like it's right. You know what I mean? It's like two steps from where I'm at. I can definitely see there's no way I'm not going to be. If we stay married, that conversation (laughs) is fucking 10 years from now. I might have
1: verbatim the Chip Ahoy conversation. Chip
0: Ahoy. Yeah, because you start to drop names and shit. You start to forget. And like, I'm already starting to be like, you know, uh, uh, the thing with the, you know, or like Chip Ahoy, you you make fun of old people when they fuck names up. Then it starts happening. And you're Mm -hmm. like. No, I know it's chips ahoy. I said chip ahoy. But I know it's chips. Ahoy. Then you just drop that. Like at some point, you're like fucking chip ahoy, whatever the fuck they're called. The Wait, what it's called.
1: You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. You start
0: relying on other people to like communicate. You you know the fucking thing. I was just doing. Like that's so fucking. Now, how heart. do you
1: feel about that? Do you are is that is that a, a, a fear or are you going to uh, you know brace this? With open arms.
0: I, d- I won't embrace it with open arms because it's, you know, it's a vagary of fucking old age. It kind of sucks. But at the same time, I'm not like afraid of it because it's just fucking life. You know, it's you can't, happening.
1: Can't stop it, man. Yeah, it's like rolling, I, strong and heavy.
0: The, the, the way that I think about it actually is if I stay with my wife for 30 more years, which is, you know, I, d- is it going to happen? I don't know. I mean, I look at my family, a lot of people in my family, better men than I, have been married fucking two, three, four times. My old man was married three times. He's from a family of 10. And I feel like there was probably 30 weddings, maybe. Mm -hmm. Maybe more. His oldest brother is still married to his high school sweetheart. They've been together for probably 40-some-odd years now, probably married in the 70s. Other than that, at least two... I think at least two marriages or at least one marriage that's not together anymore in like a long term or something like that. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel like a conversation like that seems like to someone that's not been married for even 10 years or something is
1: like, oh my God, that sounds so horrific and shitty. But I don't know. I think there's something comforting about it. And there's something like, um, not, not, not even just comforting, but comfortable. There's something comfortable about it, Mm -hmm. you know? Like you're both, when you, you get to that point, like you're so understanding of each other's and your ailments, not your ailments, but your shortcomings and that kind of stuff. And the way you communicate is almost, to some people on the outside might seem like, Jesus, they, they must hate each other. That's exactly it. But, but they are like... On the
0: inside, they're like, that's just... They're wrapped so tight together, they don't even know that they're being assholes no. to each other. And they're not being assholes to each other, because that's just how they talk to each other. That's how they are. That's how they are. So, you know, I don't know. So going back to, do I embrace it or do I fear it? I don't embrace it because I don't think anybody embraces death. It's like fucking just closing in on death. A conversation like that doesn't happen when you're 15.
1: You jumped hard to death. We're just talking about getting old here, buddy. Well, isn't that, <laughs> isn't that what you
0: hurdle towards? I don't know. I think at 30, I thought about like the speed of life. And then after having kids, after 30, thinking about the speed of life at 40. I'm in my early 40s right now. You ever taken mushrooms? <laughs> That's that's a young man's game, dude. It's been a very long time since I messed around with that shit. I barely have time for beer.
1: now. I barely have time for beer now. But I gotta for the man who's driving no to work.
0: T- for the man who has no time for beer. For the man who has no time for beer. So anyway, there's mushrooms. <laughs> I that that spoke that the story spoke to me and um, I don't know. I, I, I like
1: it. it. I like it. It was a good story that's yeah. good and, and I like that that's the, your I reward
0: remember. for staying together with someone for 30 years that's I think. your
1: reward is being able to do that call your kids and, and take their time with the chip a ho- chips Chip. <laughs> you're just waiting for it I think you know obviously that's the punchline of these stories is like you're waiting for this like big payout like except you know let me, let me get a pen and paper let me get a pen and paper because I'm going to write these this cookie name down please give it to me Oreos great yeah like the whole time I thought it was going to be something like Oreos of course. of course. And the kid knew it was. He was
0: like, oh, great. Yeah, it what is it? is it? I'm sure you're out there mining the, you know, whatever, the, the upper, the, the brand new stuff to help me with something. No, he's a fucking old dude. Like, that is the type of shit that is brand new to a guy that's mm-hmm. been married for 30 years. But there is something, there is something comfortable about it. It's that speed that he's living at. It's it's not dangerous. It's not, but not in a bad way. It's know? not in a bad way. It's I not in a bad idea. way. Yeah, it's like... um Comfortable I think is the only word that
1: fits Comfortable yeah, It's comfortable Yeah I um, you Imagine
0: that guy divorcing her and having to like he's, he's either alone having sense. that conversation with himself It's not comfortable Where he's got the hairpiece and he's trying to talk to some broad I don't know do we fuck now or do I have to buy you the same I don't know It's been like Have you ever years. had these
1: cookies before? Cookies. <laughs> I got these <laughs> Oh man Yeah dude that's a um, and again so what, what, what was the name of the book? Um, Adam Resnick Adam Resnick Will
0: not attend Lively stories Of detached Of detachment And isolation
1: Lively stories It's a good book So you like the book You think people should I thought it was
0: Extremely funny Yeah, I didn't think I'd like it As much as I did I just kind of I don't know I'm in a period right now I, I mentioned this to you Where I used to read a lot I had kids I kind of cut it back It's exercise for the mind it was like going to the gym Reading Especially in today's day and age Where everyone's got A fucking screen in their face And like no time for anything I don't care who you are. Einstein, if if Einstein had a cell phone, it would start to fucking
1: deplete his... Yeah, dude. It's (laughs) just...
0: Facebook. It's just what it is. It's training your mind for, like, flashing lights and fucking crushing candy or just, you know, quick little text or, like, a news... Mm -hmm. But a book not only takes a, 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 a much larger effort to write, like, the guy's writing a book. There's a lot to that. I'm not talking about a Slate article where you're like... I know all about this fucking thing now. I read an entire Slate article online. What's that? So I think I know, okay, what this... I think I know what happened here, okay? Back (sighs) off. But a guy writes a book, it's a a huge process. To read a book is a certain undertaking and you have to put yourself into a frame of mind. Not only that, that it helps maintain your concentration, but it also helps to bring you down to like a base it lowers your frustration level even if it's just for that short time but your body recognizes oh we can go here now whereas if you don't ever read you just don't ever get down to that base level, you know because sleep is sleep mm-hmm. you're doing nothing you're not getting anything you're literally you're unconscious with it so you're not getting the conscious benefit of like that slowdown right yeah. you know the, yeah so but I'm going through a period right now where I haven't been able to read like serious fiction like I like to read the heavy stuff the stuff that It's like you learn something about life by listening to someone's story if it's good enough fiction, you know? There's a bunch of beach books out there and stuff, which is not... So right now I'm in a period where I'm reading like short story stuff, like something like that's kind of a quicker read. Or like biographies, because they're just kind of page-turning and it's not quite there. But I keep stopping and starting. I haven't gotten to like good...
1: I want to... Back to the good fiction. Remember when you told me that you're you're like reading and stuff again. I think I want to... I was at the I was at Goodwill the other day and I bought uh, I saw The Road, which I never actually read. You know, a lot of people I think might have read it in high school or something. And then um, he's, he's
0: good. Cormac McCarthy is like pretty yeah. pretty good.
1: So I, I never read it and uh, and then Siddhartha they had uh, that book there. I read that Her- in high school. Herman Hess, yeah, most most people yeah read that in high school. I can see the little cover. It's a little blue book. I mean they changed it a bunch every time they I'm thinking of the little blue hardcover that they had at my high school there was like a
0: billion copies of it because everyone had to read Siddhartha exactly I couldn't tell you anything about it by the way other than Herman Hesse if you wouldn't say Herman Hesse I'd go yes you got like a Nobel
1: Prize for that book or some shit yeah what was Siddhartha about was he uh, it's just that it was the story kind of about it was like a narrative about Buddha like Siddhartha Katama was the name of the person so in the Buddhist religion Buddha is was a guy named Siddhartha Gautama, and so that's kind of what the what the it's a kind of it's it's like I mean, the it's Jesus
0: like, Christ aspect of Buddhism, kind, kind of. of, but
1: it's it's more of a story about a, a kid who's just trying to like a young man who's trying to find himself and reach this this goal and the path of his like goal and whatnot. It's not so like kind a, of like boogie nights, kind of pretty much more like a footloose, kind more of more like thing. a footloose, yeah. all right, because <laughs> <laughs> he goes to this town from Chicago and in Oklahoma anyway <laughs> it's it's good it's good to read that type of stuff though I oh, yeah. like and,
0: and so uh, I don't know if
1: I'll read them I really want to read I want to find a I was really looking for a um, I want to read like a Hobbit book okay I want to read like the Hobbit or something I think that's the book that I want to read next
0: if if you're not reading like a certain amount right now though it is kind of hard to get into something that's like 700 pages even if it's not like super heavy. What are you but, saying I can't do it? Well, I'm I'm not saying you can't do it, but I'm just <laughs> saying you want to ease into it because you'll get frustrated. You'll pick it up, and it's like it's a lot of
1: names and places, and like you got to try and remember like the, the Bible. Huh? I tried reading the Bible once, right? I got halfway through the Bagats, and I just put it down. Yeah, you know, I mean, you're familiar with the Bagats. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> yeah, there's the list of it's he literally, beginning. literally like in the in like the, the first like three. Like maybe it was like Genesis, and then like halfway through Genesis, it's like, and David begat George, who begat Sam, who begat this, and they lived together for a while. Then he begat this, and it's like, dude, it's it's yeah. it's mind numbing. It's mind numbing. It's not like I can. I'm pretty confident I can comfortably pick up a book and and jump into it and read it. I'm not. Um, yeah, I don't. Uh, well, you
0: definitely should then, because I always tell. And you're not, you're actually like I think, like a pretty even keeled. You know, and you're still fairly young, but you're like even keeled, and you're not like high key, high strung. I'm from the north, where everyone is just so restless, you know. And I tell my sister a lot of time, I say, I think the number one thing that would help you out is if you just took the time to like get into a book, you know. Mm-hmm. And I also want to now that I'm thinking of it, I want to do throw mm-hmm. a little shout out to a it's a Netflix service for audiobooks, so instead of having to buy each audiobook, you just pay, just pay ten it. bucks a month. Wow, and you get, what's it called? It's called it was when I got it like just two months ago, which is ridiculous. It's called Auto O T T O. Now that's been bought by High Books or b- merged with High Books H I Books, and it's like nine ninety five a month, and um, it's nice that you can kind of just jump around. You're like I'm sometimes in the mood, so like uh, I just listened to Stephen King's on writing, which is kind of like a biographical thing. It ends with. Um, a really detailed thing about when he got hit by that car because he was writing this book. Do you remember when Stephen King got hit by a car? Mm -hmm. It was kind of a big deal. He was walking down the road and this dude came up in a van and almost killed him and like totally fucked him up. And he went into like super detail about like that whole reconstruction and everything. It was kind of interesting. And, um, I mean, they got a pretty good catalog. It doesn't have a lot of good heavy fiction but it's got a lot of non-fiction stuff. It's got a lot of business books. It's got a lot of whatever. And so, you know, I don't know. If someone is out there and they're not reading, they're like, I don't know, I pick a book up and I can't get through it. Or I'm a library guy and I find myself, I'll go to the library, I'll get a few books out on a Saturday. Then like two weeks later, or if the new stuff, if I get new stuff, it's due in two weeks. If you get the regular stuff, it's three weeks. I'll get start getting the things on my phone and I'm like, man, I didn't even pick that one up. I got three out. I started one of them. I didn't. So, it I just go through the motions to keep it happening because I got little kids, and like the number one thing I always say is if you got, you want your kids to read, because the little kids learn to read, then they read to learn. After that, you got to teach them how to read so they can learn everything else. The best way you can teach your kids to read, you can tell them a million times, but they they want to do what you do. So anyway, I'm a big um, proponent of getting caught reading by the kids. I think high books is a good way to get back into it, and uh, you know I would just say just keep doing it until you can get your it's like any other type of exercise.
1: what kind of yeah hey there's something else you guys can tell us what What are you guys listening to or what do you uh, what books are you guys reading I'm always tossing these questions out I want to hear from you guys we
0: love recommendations on stuff yeah
1: so go ahead and you can contact us at road soda or you can contact us road soda mail at gmail.com what are you guys reading can you recommend a book to me to read
0: road you know, soda mail get Isaiah's next book idea to him Bam. and then I'll
1: read it and then I'll talk about it or I'll just read the back like I used to in high school <laughs> <laughs> Cliff's notes. Cliff's notes. You don't even need that now. You can just Wikipedia and it's
0: even quicker than Cliff's notes. I'll
1: call it Isaiah's
0: notes. If they are Cliff's notes, yeah. but
1: everyone calls them Cliff Notes. Who was Cliff? Who I was this ass. Who was this nerd, Cliff, that he... was just giving out his notes? <laughs> <laughs> it's like this guy who was getting bullied at school. He's like, Cliff, where's my your notes? It was my notes. And then Cliff. thirty later's year thirty years later he's like a millionaire and, and you know, uh, Buff, Biff, who, who Biff was beating him up yeah. all, throughout, all throughout high school. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. I Who's notes. laughing now? now, now Still now. me, pussy. That's Give me your Cliff Notes money. <laughs> all right. Uh, you know what it's time for, Greg? What's it time for? It's time for the Millennial Book Club, a.k.a. Watching Shit on Netflix. Watching Shit on Netflix. Now, if everybody remembers the last episode, we... Uh, did a viewer choice for what we were going to watch on Netflix from all our favorite listeners, Jeff and Nellie. Superstar listeners. Superstar. And- they get gold stars next to their names up on the board. Jeff and Nellie said
0: to watch American Vandal. Uh, we
1: watched American Vandal. Watched American. Watch. So our, uh, you have to watch... Uh, the, how, what we go by is um, we have to at least watch. If it's like a series, we have to watch two two episodes. Yes. And if it's a movie, it's got to be at least like what forty five minutes, half the movie, you know, just to uh, give at it least. give it the chance. Because some things are, you know, unwatchable. I'm not saying that American Vandal was unwatchable. I'm just saying when things happen like that this is
0: all based on that Ricky Gervais movie that's how we have otherwise we were watching the whole movie but now we said let's <laughs> only watch half of it. it's a Ricky Gervais shitbag movie
1: it all and, and for me it all happened because of the um. Oh, what was that what was that show called with Fred Savage Friends from College Fred's from yeah you Friend, did not like that no. no it was just a drama it was just a drama show I thought
0: it was pretty funny too though it was yeah. some funny scenes but you know what you're right it's what you relate to yeah I didn't relate to it. Being, I didn't
1: relate to it being funny or good, so. Well, Just those <laughs> are, the, all right. Uh, anyway. But American
0: so. Vandal, you did relate to. You You enjoyed American Vandal. It's fairly new. The 16 Eps, they're about 45 or 50 apiece, I think. Right. And
1: uh, uh, They're 35. Oh, they're 35. They're 35-minute okay. episodes. So, uh, let's, uh, and the, tele, it's, so it is a television series, but it was on, uh netflix right yeah it was a netflix original yeah netflix original okay so uh it's a true crime series oh, wait true this is i thought i was reading a synopsis but really this is kind of like a of the the wikipedia blurb so let me read this uh true crime series are gaining popularity on tv so of course there was bound to be a satire of the genre American Vandal takes a look at the aftermath of a high school prank that left 27 faculty members' cars vandalized. But instead of the typical smashing of windows, the perpetrator drew obscene images on the vehicles. When the troubled senior Dylan Maxwell is expelled from cr- for the crime, an aspiring uh, sophomore... I don't know why my mind saw it as soprano. <laughs> <laughs> sophomore documentarian takes it upon himself to investigate the controversial, potentially unjust penalty handed down to Maxwell. In the style of the genre, it lampoons the series, leaves viewers wondering who committed the vandalism until the very end. So, we I watched two episodes, and uh, how many did you watch? I
0: watched the first two, and I believe I started the third. Right, so...
1: I thought the I think it's genius the idea of what they did. I mean, who doesn't love making a murderer and the staircase and all those? That genre super
0: popular. That's obviously what they were trying to get traction from,
1: right? And so what they uh, they they did they took it and they made it like a really goofy, ridiculous crime, and then took it as seriously as these murder trial documentaries. And that is the essence of what it is. So, how did
0: you feel about it? So. I don't know. I'm a little concerned about are we going to spoil it for people or should we just be talking like... Well, spoiler I alert
1: is... Well, so the spoiler alert, I think, would be who did it, who done it. We haven't finished it, so we don't know who done we it. We don't know who done it. I right, don't know so, who done it. So based on that, I'm going to say... Well, I, let's do just say... In, just in I mean, I don't know if we're going to... I don't. In some my of the mind, stuff
0: we're going to say in the next couple of minutes is right. maybe is going to... But you should have give, watched it with us because you should you have should listened have. to the <laughs> Asked episode. If you didn't watch it, it's your damn fault. <laughs> I feel like... They went away from the, um, you know, usually like a a spoof or like a satire thing sticks a little tighter, I think, to what they're trying to do. Mm-hmm. In this one, they did a lot of kind of messing around, which I, I thought was funny, you know, but they were like so graphic in their descriptions of the guy and of the crime and of,
1: of the thing. It was clearly, you know, it was too obvious of a satire, I thought. Do you, you think it's a little too, I'm holding up air quotes, on the nose. It was a little too on the nose that it was a satire. But that being said, so I, did, you... I did like the
0: kid who's the main suspect, Dylan Maxwell. I thought that was funny how... Because in that exact same comment where I'm saying they were a little too on the nose, we're like, this is us fucking around with a making of a murderer type spoof. He was actually kind of funny to me because he was so... You know, just right out in front, like, this is clearly not a, a real making a murderer thing. There's no deception. This is not like Spinal Tap or... Mm-hmm. Where, you, where, like, there are swatches of it where you're like, this kind of seems like they're legitimately doing it. No, right off the bat, as soon as that kid's in it, you're like, this is a, a, a comedy thing. He's a total jack-off. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, some of the language that they use, and some of the, not, not just, like, bad language, but, like, some of the phrasing and the way they did things, it was like, they're not even really trying that hard to, to spoof on satire. That was my... Do you, do you my feel like that? Before.
1: So you feel like it should have been more subtle? Is that what you think? I feel like
0: it could have been more subtle. Mm-hmm. I don't know what they're going for. I've only seen the first couple of them. I mean, it was entertaining. We watched an hour of it, and uh, I did think it was kind of funny that a kid paints, you know, a dick and ball, a really unsophisticated dick and ball. Caveman, dick, caveman dick, balls. dick and balls. Caveman dick and balls on the 20s. Cave,
1: if, if cavemen were drawing dick and balls on their, on their caves, it'd probably what
0: cheaper come up. for the CGI to go with the exact same dick and balls and just kind of tilt the angle. You don't all think they really cars. painted the cars? I would be extremely surprised if the
1: budget allowed for them to deface 27 cars. I mean, there's ways to deface cars and not actually deface them. I mean, you just use like actual car paint, you know, and just clean's off. Maybe they did that. <laughs> my guess is that it was CGI because the dicking balls were exactly the same on every car, <laughs> just tilted a few angles in one degree. It's a zen. It's a zen graffiti artist. It's like you know what? You,
0: That's my thing, man. That's all I do is dick and balls. I can put it on a bridge. I can put it on a home. train car. <laughs>
1: you know, <and> just, <laughs> Balls Twenty-seven cars.
0: Park. I'll do right now. It'll take me a half hour.
1: See your forehead. I'll put it on your forehead. Right I don't now.
0: work with this paint though. This ain't. What do you? What is this car paint shit? No, I want to work with the real thing. All right, cut. He's not in.
1: We're gonna CGI it. He's gone. That's CGI. I think that's probably right. That's what probably
0: do you me. think of the of the first
1: two eps? It was a so true
0: crime satire exploring the aftermath of a costly high school prank. What do you think of that?
1: Um, so uh, I don't want to. I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny. I, uh, but. After I, and again I don't want to I don't want to you know have my close friends be like oh man you' don't like our it's, you know it's not about <laughs> too that late so as soon as so- you make that comment that's what you're saying <laughs> I'm just now I'm just aware I'm doing it so the uh, you know it, it's it was good and it was well done but it got uh, monotonous I don't want to say because it's like you get the joke. Right out of the gate, it's the novelty of the satire. It's like oh, okay, they're, now they're just going to take it super. Maybe serious. that's what I
0: wanted to say is because they weren't maintaining mm-hmm. that deception. Right, it, it was gone so quick. Now after like twenty minutes, you're like, I'm yeah. just watching this jokey thing about Dexy. So, right, and so
1: so what happens is that's the joke of the sh- of the show itself is the joke, but you get the joke right as soon as it starts so now the rest of what I, I feel the, like
0: 10 minutes in they gave it away right or less. so the
1: rest of the uh, regardless I mean the whole rest of the 6-7 episodes is like you get it so the it's like the whole ah oh man the whole like so now for the what you're left to do is, or left to to get to laugh at sorry, my brain was just like shit the bed for a second so the so the rest of of the what what is going to make you laugh is just the the interactions or like the goofy things that they're going to be doing because the actual joke of the show but it's and it was funny you know they had funny the the main guy was definitely uh he fit the part he was like you look at i mean you can tell all those kids are not actually in high school you know they're obviously like mid-20s mid-20s right and um
0: the thing about it was, even though you know the ruse is gone, it is there are some parts that are funny because you they're they're trying to parallel making of a murder or whatever these shows are, and sometimes when they do something that's so obviously not, you're like that's that's funny actually that they they bring a witness in and she's like they they put a dick on my fucking car and you're like that's that's actually kind of funny because I you know I don't know how to describe that but it, there, there were some spots that I did get a chuckle because they were just. They they knew they blew the ruse and then they just kept going right, right in that direction. And um Yeah, I don't know. I, I it, definitely yeah, did I,
1: I definitely did think it was funny. Like there like like the parts and uh you know, it was interesting in uh, and, and, and the intricacy of it, like writing that, um oh well why would he be going there to poop like that has like there was this part where like he wouldn't be there he wouldn't be at his uh he said he was going to his girlfriend's house but instead he was at um what was it? it was his like, friend's house? Or no, he said he was going to his girlfriend's house, but he really wasn't at his girlfriend's house. No, no, no. he was. At he this. was really. He he said he was going to uh, something memories, like the antique store down the road, to oh, his oh, friends, right. and but it really he was at his his girlfriend's house. But when he he what was what Was the name of the place that he was? It was like. Enchanted Memories yeah or, obviously not a place he would have it was place. Enchanted Memories which was an antique store and the reason he would go there was because he didn't like to shit at his friend's house because they had a squishy toilet seat right. and, he's, and it makes it feel like he's putting his butt on someone else's butt and pooping into their butt so he doesn't like the squishy toilet seat so store. that
0: was one of the things where it was like they elaborated on that and it just was funny to me to think of like Unsolved Mysteries or like you know Making a Murderer finding some weird quirk about one of the participants and then like Spending five minutes on that. There's, there's so, a reason
1: why he doesn't shit in that house. And
0: it's, <laughs> and it's his own personal reason. And, and that Will is, we ever find Tanya's murderer? We don't know. But do you also agree
1: that sometimes those <laughs> toilet seats are awkward? Yes. And that is... So it was... Uh, yeah, it was very funny. And that is, like I said, such an intricate written part. Like, that, that comes about because there really is somebody who has thought that and has an... Somewhere in the writing... There is a writer or there was an actor or somebody that brought that to the table because that is their own. Or they know somebody in real life who really does not like using those squishy toilet seats. Yeah. And that is I'm a problem. I'm not a big fan of them. I'm not a big fan And either. also when you there's put there's the
0: reason. lid up on those things, now that we're talking about it, Now no, the cats talking. out of the bag. You put the lid up on that thing, you never know how long you have. Like I'm trying like to force second. that out because that thing's going to fall down and I'm pissing all over the place. So I'm totally with them on that. But I don't know that it was appropriate for that. But it was funny. I think it's, it's apparent an inappropriateness or untimeliness in that thing was what gave that the humor and that's exactly what I was saying about blowing the ruse on a making of a murder they went so far out of the way to be like the first two seconds are like this is going to be a real crime docudrama and we're going to do-. and immediately they're like we're just totally fucking around and yeah. then they just fucked around
1: and, and I think go. yeah and it was it was good and they got you know, two seasons of it now so you've watched yeah, a few of them I've watched yeah.
0: you've watched at least a couple of them mm-hmm. you, you did the he signed the waiver that he would watch them he did he, he served it's his on time I did uh how, but the 16 of them, how many of them do you think you'll watch? I don't think I'll... I, I, might, I would go back, but... You wouldn't uh, even watch the number 16s to see what the wrap-up was? So you can, like, in five years, be like, oh, I saw that whole thing.
1: I might look it up if it I want to. It gets
0: an 8.2. Here's an argument for your blasé attitude to maybe re-examine it. 8.2 on, on Netflix out of 10. On oh, Netflix? That's a very high rating, don't you think?
1: Yeah, but I mean, it doesn't mean I have to like it. No, no, it doesn't. But are you surprised
0: <laughs> that it's an eight point two? No, really? Yeah. Why are you not surprised that it got an 8.2? Because it was
1: well done. I mean, okay. here's the thing: are we are we judging it off of like whether everyone is? I think it's something that's well done and it's funny, and I think that people would like it. But uh, and I think it's it's doing well because people do like it. People love that. It's it's a funny idea, and it plays on it plays on something that uh, so many other people also love. Like you it's also like a cult thing like basically if you love those actual crime dramas you'd probably watch this and be highly entertained by it because of the way they investigate it are so close to those shows and uh they they obviously draw a lot of inspiration from actual things but instead of blood splatter insert ball hair on the balls you know like oh well the blood couldn't possibly it couldn't possibly have been him because the blood splatter was going this way and it's Instead, it's the ball hairs. He doesn't draw hairs on his balls, and all those balls have hairs, and or it's the other way around, you know. So, and that's very smart. It's clever, and and it was well done, and it's funny. I was surprised by the
0: eight point two. Even drafting on clearly, the culture loves these docu things. I actually heard a thing that said the reason they're so popular is, a men love. Just the forensic aspect of like the fake ones like CSI and CS, SVU or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Women tend to like the real one like, how did Bob Johnson kill his wife in Montana in that yeah. Women watch that shit for like information like, I feel like I'm at risk as a woman in America for being <laughs> murdered. I just want to know what they're thinking what so this? I can plan. And I think that's a real thing. So there's like two separate huge motivations driving this massive demand for all this type yeah. of shit.
1: It is definitely a interesting phenomena, and it had to have happened like this hunger for these true crime shows. It had to have happened because they made like it was like an episode of something else, or like an aspect, and they noticed like as soon as it released, everyone like really liked that. one. like oh shit, what was that? You know, what do you mean like the that, overall
0: how the how Hollywood or the how the
1: whole thing came to be? Like, I would say true crime. they
0: put on Law and Order for like ten years, and they were like wow. Eighty-nine percent of America, but has I mean watched like the real world,
1: the real world aspect of it, like true crime, not the crime yeah. drama.
0: I don't think that does as well though. I mean, it does very. I well, think it's,
1: but. I think it's gaining extreme popularity. Yeah, and even I, who is not somebody who would ever watch Law and Order, is now like I like the true crime stuff. Of Making a Murder was very, very good to watch. Yeah, I haven't and seen that. Yeah, it's. it's I've a, heard
0: a lot about it. I know people like Making a Murder. Making, it's huge, a murder. man.
1: Yeah. It's huge. It's like Stranger Things. It's just one of those... They put those things out there on Netflix and it's just like... Boom, Did you see been... Stranger
0: Things? Did you watch The Run? No. Dude, it's not worth it. It's so fucking overhyped. I,
1: <laughs> you me, heard it here, everybody. Dude.
0: Over. We love Netflix. We love the original programming, but I feel like Stranger Things was way overhyped. And I'm that guy that's in... I feel like I've said this before, dude. so now I'm probably belaboring the point, but I'm that guy from that time period. I'm the age... That the early 80s realistic, uh, you know, recreation type stuff should have had appeal to me. But they didn't do it right. It wasn't... They didn't do it right. Like, I heard someone say... And this is normally one of those banal comments that I'd be like, give me a break, whatever. But someone was like, they wouldn't be wearing the costumes for Dungeons & Dragons stuff at that time. Because that's too dork for them.
1: You know yeah, what I mean? Now kids. there's
0: like a retro or like an ironic twist... That can apply to anything. So people will wear stupid shit now. Mm-hmm. But back in the eighties, nobody was doing that shit, dude. There that were, but like... it was
1: really special, I think. It was just like they they were saying, like it was such a, like nerds and dorks and that stuff was so like you think? Like if somebody was doing that, they kept it closeted. Do you know what LARPing is? Have you ever yes. heard of LARPing? Mm-hmm. That's a thing
0: now, only because of the ridiculous Everyone's door that's been opened by ironic... Yeah, it, they think know. it's
1: okay to do it out in public now yeah
0: they did not in the 80s I don't care exactly. how much of a fanboy right. you were you were not trick or treating in fucking
1: mm. I mean trick or treating like I mean you would be trick or treating like that I think that was the only maybe the only time you don't think that was the only time it was I, I forget in the show but they did it to like a dance or something
0: you know yeah that could happen now because kids have such license in this what, that would not have happened in that time so it just wrong very untrue to me I was like mm-hmm. that's so wrong mm-hmm. That's clearly people trying really hard to make the 80s look like more relatable to now. But don't do that. The 80s were the 80s. It was just very bland and 80s were the
1: 80s. Don't bring your stupid fucking <laughs> bullshit Netflix retro <laughs> shit. I uh, So um, we won't... Uh, Stranger Things won't be something that... I mean, we can discuss it if I ever watch it. But it wouldn't be part of the Netflix book club. Because part of the criteria that you and I... Has to be new to both us. Both it has to be new to us that gets an 8.9 by the way
0: See what Stranger Things that's, it's,
1: it's, so it's the same thing for Stranger Things it can also show for the demographic of people watching Stranger Things could be an age that's just under you that it still has a romantic look at the 80s because they didn't live it maybe they're right on the tail end of it so their view of it is always through rose colored glasses whereas if you lived through the 80s you're like, ah, eh, it wasn't really like that and so it doesn't really touch my 80s bone that it should where um, So it's probably – it could be a demographic thing, but it could just be the same thing with – but you could a- absolutely look at it and admit that it was well-made and why it would have gotten 8.9. I mean, all right. Can you objectively look at it and say it's a good piece of stuff. I just don't relate to it. And I don't like it.
0: I think because you haven't seen it, you can say, all right, well, who am I to argue with the 8.9? Mm-hmm. As a guy that's seen it, I have a real hard time that it got that. Well, I mean,
1: I feel, I'm, that's why I'm trying to bring it up because of the 8.2 that American Vandal had. It's like I personally, you know, it's fun. It's funny. But what would I, you rate it
0: on the, on the Netflix scale? What would you? If so I if said, it was
1: my own personal, like, I would have to, it would be more in like the six, 6 something, yeah. Yeah, but that's just my personal. I could, when I look at the 8.2, I'm like, yeah, I get it. I can see why America would love that and why people are going to get, you know, who are, are really going to enjoy watching that. It's not, but my personal taste for it is, it's entertaining. I wouldn't seek it at my own volition. If I was watching it, it would be very well, uh, it would be very influenced by who was around me. So if a really close friend of mine or a couple of us sat down and like, dude, I'm going to put this on, let's watch this together, I would do it. I would absolutely do it, right. and I'd probably enjoy it more than if I was watching it on my own. You totally would, yeah, because like just like a comedy and when everyone's laughing
0: in the room and people are into it, you're like, all right, well, this is something right. worth watching or whatever. And yeah. you can
1: talk about it and then like kind of play it back, and it becomes an inside joke between you two and the whole thing that it's just... I'll when... watch the last couple of them because I want to see how it turns out because I, I, like, I feel like the kid that
0: they're putting it on, who else could have possibly done it? Well, I want like to see it. if they did a twist, something odd. Or if they go, yeah, at the yeah. End, you think they we, we drag you through 16 episodes, yeah, it was the kid. Obviously, it was the fucking kid.
1: <laughs> do you think they're going to M. Night Shyamalan it?
0: I, they might. They, I mean, those are the only two ways they're going to go. Either it's the kid, and they just bulldoze to the end, and they go, all right, here we go. Last episode, it was the kid. Obviously, it was kid. what Would you think? Or they'll have to pull out some M. Night Shyamalan twist, and Night, be like, well, I didn't even think twist. about that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well... Uh, I let's so we have to rank it on our system. Uh, if you aren't aware of our system, it is uh, gotta watch it, and then this it's, that's the top. So gotta watch it. Watch it if it's there. Go ride a bike. Those <laughs> are our three things, and that is you know obviously you have to watch this shit right now, and then watch it if it's there. It's like I want you to there. rate
0: it first so that we can land on that. Watch it if it's that. there. Alright, I'll do watch
1: if it's there as well. Watch if it's there. I would not seek it out of my own volition or recommend it. But if my friends were, were like, hey, check it out. You wouldn't be a dick about it. I wouldn't it. No, be like, no, I'm not watching, watching that shit. Right. Whereas, and then the bottom one, which is go ride the bike. Like, do anything else with your time so I'd spend it on this piece of shit. If somebody tries to make you watch it, befriend him instantly. That's not what this is.
0: This is <laughs> This is definitely not that no. This, is, this was definitely Watch It If it's
1: on. Watch if it's on. Watch if it's there. At least yeah.
0: catch I'd even go so far as to say watch the first couple so you can just kind of catch on to it. Try because it out, it's man. just one of those things that'll be mentioned a lot, so it will be on the think it's pretty
1: good. I think it's a pretty good, man. Unlike the uh, unlike the millennial book club we've been thinking about trying to do a different recommendation thing more between the two of us and of course you're welcome to follow along and do those things as well but a way to you always want to show your friends something you know you want to uh, hey check this out and now this is something where you almost have accountability for for doing that and um we've been thinking so to recommend you know oh have you heard that episode of that podcast have you read that book have you tried this thing i think that's something uh, you know greg and i have talked about and and i think it's time to finally bring it to to the show is there anything greg that you want to start off with with the recommendations let's put it on you know balls in your court toss it over here
0: absolutely you know that i love podcasts i listen to a lot of different podcasts and i know you listen to a bunch of podcasts and we're always bouncing bouncing stuff off each other but it's hard to get you to listen to stuff
1: (laughs) well you know i mean
0: because let's face it everyone's got a lot of stuff going on so it is hard to squeeze that recommendation because everyone's always throwing stuff. Have you seen this? Have you done that? Have you seen... It's mostly TV shows, podcasts. I get a little bit more because I listen to a lot. And I know you hear them a lot from me too, like listen to it, And I hear it from you a lot. Uh, but I, you know what? I'm going to go there again. I'm going to suggest one that I think is really funny. It's two comedians. It's been going on since 2014. They started in April 2014. It's called The Dollop with Dave Anthony and Gareth Reynolds. Two pretty funny guys. Dave Anthony is a comedian of note. He's done like, I think he's done a couple of albums and, you know, he's a touring comedian. Gareth Reynolds, I don't know much as much about, but I do know that he's got film credits. He's been in a bunch of movies. So if you IMDb him, you're going to be like, oh yeah, he was the angry man number three in line at the bank (laughs) and this, and he was in that and he was in this. And I'm sure he's got some roles that are bigger than that, but I don't know him from any of the movies. But I remember looking at his IMDb going, okay, because I I looked him up because who is this guy that's on this thing with Dave Anthony? Dave Anthony has the charisma and the presence and the chops to pull off a pretty high-level comedy podcast. So the premise of the show is they pick something obscure. This is my guess at what it is. Mm-hmm. They pick some uh, specific item in American history. It's almost like errata American history, not like the mainstream shit, but like this is this weird thing happened. Something you, would... you wouldn't read in a history book, but it, it did happen, and it is history. Yes. All right. And they do, someone is doing his research, I feel, again, I don't know for sure, but I feel like he has people offline because it's very well researched, highly detailed. And like, mm-hmm. they're like an hour and a half to two hours on right. one small topic with a wide range of source material, clearly. So I feel like he gets a script. He, maybe he says, I want to do something on this. He or something, gets his person, his intern or whoever doing it. Now he's got his 20 page script. He, pro- he, he clearly runs through it then he sits down and the premise of the show is he is going to explain to Gareth he's basically going to bring it to Gareth as it's happening and Gareth is going to chime in it's very funny I definitely think you'd like it and I don't even want to because they've done 350 episodes Mm -hmm. or so right now doing it since 2014 if you want to jump in usually the pilot is not good on anything second and third they're trying to get the kinks out you can go listen to the one they're doing right now maybe but then who knows I would say if you want to jump in on this and give it a shot a very funny episode for me was episode 56. It was also happens to be the one someone, whoever recommended the podcast to me, I believe it was my brother in law, said, You got to listen to this one. Right, 56, right. The Newport Sex Scandal. I want to recommend episode 56 of The Dollop and then The Dollop going further. Right. But just start with episode 56. If you don't like that, you're probably not going to like the app. I feel the like whole you. The show, don't. you mean? You, right. right. Yeah. If you don't like, I see, that, not you see, like that's the, the way. Podcast. I
1: think that's the way recommend, recommendations should go. If it's like a serial TV show where it's, you know, every episode is disjointed from the next, give somebody. Now, you got to watch. Start with this one. Start with this one. If it's not something. I mean, it's, I think I said that backwards. A serial would be going in, in order. But uh, yeah, so you're recommending episode 56 of The Doll the, right. the Newport Sex Scandal. Newport Sex So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go and I'm going to listen to that at some point this week. And uh, just like the our uh, Netflix thing, we should do a got to do at least half kind of thing. Yeah. And so I'll check it out, and I will uh, I'll listen to it, and we'll come back next week, and I will we'll talk about it, and then I'll uh, recommend one something to you. It Could be a podcast, could be a book. I love it. Could be a neat pair of socks. When we'd <laughs> love to
0: have the listeners as well chime in with recommendations for socks. Underwear road. even. Socks oh, or underwear. Anything or. from the gamut from socks underwear. So at roadsoda mail at gmail.com. Is that right? Yes.
1: Roadsoda mail. Any comments, uh questions, um maybe if, if you're having a problem and you want to help us and you want us to, to help you solve it, get our insight on something. Roadsoda yeah. mail at gmail.com. Also you can follow us on Twitter at Road Soda Podcast, Instagram at road Soda Podcast. And for some reason, Facebook is being a bitch about letting us change the name to Road Soda. I've, I've submitted the request like four or five times. So uh, for now, I think you, you'd be able to find us. So don't worry. Just add, you gotta uh, write a check to what's his face. And I did. What's I his paid name? him. Zucker. Zucker bitch. Fuck bitch. Burn. <laughs> Zucker bitch. Zuckerberg. Zuckerbitch. All right. Mother Zucker. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode, and uh, thank you for having a Road soda. Talk to you on the next one.